What's up, guys? Welcome to What's the Word? We are back. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. We missed you. I missed being here. Yeah. And uh, it was, I, I enjoy the broadcast, and mm -hmm. I hope we hope you enjoy it, too. Yeah. Listen, right now, like, share, subscribe, hit the bell, hit the notification button, and uh, let's get this out there and get it rolling again. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we took a week off. We were gone to, which is what we're talking mm -hmm. about today. Mm -hmm. So last week, we were gone to the minister's conference mm -hmm. with Brother Tracy Harris and Texarkana, Arkansas, yeah. Yeah. which is an interesting city. Because <laughs> if, have, has anybody that's watching been to Texarkana before? Uh, that's, you know, especially if somebody's not a part of our trip last week. But uh, yeah. Texarkana is very interesting because it's actually one physical city, but it's two legal cities, right. uh, one in Arkansas and one yeah. in Texas. They have two different mayors, mm -hmm. two different city really? councils. Yeah, all so you can imagine that's probably pretty complicated, but mm -hmm. yeah. anyway, it works. I'm curious why they don't call it Tex Tex Arkansa. Arkansa? Yeah, because Arkansas or Tex Arkansas. Well, my understanding, and I, I need to look this up because I was telling somebody about this. So my understanding is the original plans was for the city to kind of be right on the border of Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana. So you have Tex Arcana, Tex Arcana from Louisiana, but way to be on top of that. Tex Arcana, Louisiana. But when I get, I find it funny. I find it funny in Arkansas is they steal everybody's names. They sure do. There's Arkadelphia. Well, just think about this. Arkansas is like our. Kansas, Ar oh, Kansas, true. right? Yeah. And they have another town called uh, Car Carl, Carl? <laughs> called Arkadelphia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're like stealing Philadelphia's name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They stole the whole state is stolen <laughs> from another. Yeah. This is not Kansas. You're not in Kansas <laughs> anymore. This is our Kansas. You know, it's like very possessive. Kansas, yeah. This is our Kansas. <laughs> you can have your Kansas. This is our Kansas. <laughs> And then across oh. the river, you know, you got Memphis, the major yeah. city right on the uh -huh. Mississippi River at the east side of Arkansas. And right across the river, you have West Memphis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, Memphis. Right. We're, we're West Memphis. <laughs> but it's constantly, like, it all over, it seems like they're stealing people's names, which I get a kick out of. I'm like... I like y'all, you know. Yeah, I like come up with a new name when you can just do something else's. I think after all the paperwork for the two mayors and the two councils and everything, they're like, we're out of creative ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone else is. This has been too much. That's funny. And that's what we learned. <laughs> that's the revelation that you need to know. Hope you enjoyed that. But I was, I really did. I, I thought with Brother Tracy when I first met him, I'm like, why does he keep saying Texarkana, USA? I'm mm -hmm. Like, why don't you say Arkansas? You know. And uh, <laughs> yeah. but what I realized is he's he's given credence to the city itself, the whole city, yeah. not just the one in Arkansas mm -hmm. or the one in Texas, but both. Uh, of them. Both. Yeah. So yeah. It, anyway, it, Texarkana, USA. So that's why they say <laughs> that. But. I, didn't, I never knew that it was a split city by yeah. the, you know, by the state lines. But mm -hmm. anyway. It was great. We crossed the border like several times a day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was great. We're like, oh, welcome to Texas. 
Welcome yeah, to Arkansas. It's our game to figure out, you mm -hmm. know, who can see the, the, the state sign, sign <laughs> the right. soonest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The soonest. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's our tradition is to honk every time we cross the border. And oh, so I really? honked a lot <laughs> <laughs> on a busy oh, no. highway. <laughs> Did anybody honk Very back? Very busy. No. Like, I, 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 try, I try to be nice. Like, beep, beep. What, you know. What's the point? Uh, it's like, uh, I could, did I hear something? Like, well, what, what happened? That was not momentous that, at all. That's how a raccoon hit my car. I cro crossed the border and went beep, and then it scared the raccoon out, and, it, and I hit it. Your car that's and being the, fixed. The one that's being <laughs> fixed right now. Yes. Like, over $1,000. Yeah, it's like a $1,500 repair, but thank the Lord for this sounds, insurance. This sounds like a... You know, maybe something that needs to oh, be no. stopped. Maybe what, maybe <laughs> no, what we learned was that you don't, don't honk, honk your car. Don't honk the horn. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're telling, what we're telling you today will seriously See, save you thousands of dollars. In a tunnel, <laughs> you honk the horn. Why? Because yeah. there's no wild animals <laughs> to cross the road. <laughs> yeah. <with> the tunnel. <laughs> That's true. Except like maybe a rat or something. <laughs> That's right. At Lookout Mountain, uh, Kevin's talking about when you go there, yeah. you can see seven different states. Wow. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. That's impressive. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. yeah. And Carowinds. That was at Rock City. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Carowinds, you know, the Yeah, the, the border park. goes through. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, which would be interesting. Like, do they have different taxes on one mm -hmm. side of the line to yeah. the other? If you go out in one If you one go entrance. in South Carolina, it costs less for the same hot dog. We gotta test this. <laughs> we, do. we do. We'll let you know. <laughs> we have to test this. <laughs> yep. I'm wondering if all their food places are on one are on one side of the. The one that costs more. No, they're not. Because because mm -hmm. you want convenience. Oh, yeah, sure. you definitely. That's They'll true. say mm -hmm. when people get hungry, they're hungry. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have food ready for them. Amen. Take do. their money. <laughs> Well, anyway, today, thank you for joining us. Today, we are talking about what we learned last week in uh, Texarkana USA. while we were in Texarkana, USA, <laughs> while we were at a minister's conference, and it was it was a phenomenal week, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> you yeah. and Greek put a raccoon up. <laughs> 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 That's great. YouTube tried to block Aww. it. I had to hit show. That's so funny. Come on, YouTube. Come on, YouTube. He I was guess raccoons just showing are you some love. <laughs> yeah. Do you like raccoons as much now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little. You need to show some mercy. I'm, yeah, I guess so. But, um, yeah. All right. I, I started the segue. I didn't know if we were going back. Let's or, continue let's the segue. The segue. It just caught my attention. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> YouTube's very interesting in the emojis that they block. Uh -huh. Like, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, with that being said, <laughs> so last week we were at a minister's conference in Texarkana, mm -hmm. USA, yes. and uh, it was it was a phenomenal week. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord showed us so many different things, and we're gonna that's what we're gonna be talking about today is just all the things that we learned mm -hmm. that we might not have known before uh, that week, and so that's what we're talking about today. Well, what was interesting, and this is an analogy, and an analogy that I've heard several times when referring to Pastor or Brother Tracy is he is so anointed and so knowledgeable of the word. Like Holy yeah. Spirit has given him so much revelation that when you listen to him, it's it's seriously like drinking from a water hose. Like or like, like a <laughs> from a fire, water hose. A from fire a fire hose. It's yeah. just it blows you out of the water yeah. and um, you're trying to like receive as much as you can, but you know, it's 
there's so much going yeah. out. And it's so cool because even on after the first day, we were uh, there were two different. Uh, there was a service in the morning, and there was one at night. I think it was after the first, the very first service, just one service, and we were in the car just discussing what we had learned, and Marky received completely different oh, yeah. things. Yeah. Like she's like, I received this, 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 and this, and this really meant a lot to me. And your mic. oh, thank you. It's got your chest. You're I talking it. out of your chest. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, she received completely different yeah. things than what I did. Yeah. And so she said, like, when he said this, this really ministered to me. I'm like, he said that? I didn't hear that at all. I got something completely different. Um, so I'm really interested to see what y'all received because I was, I was receiving, like, these several things. I was hearing everyone talking about how this ministered to them. I'm like, whoa. He said that too. It was awesome. It was really great. There was so much. Well, I think that it's important with the Lord. I was actually having a conversation about that yes, yesterday with Chris Griffin. Some, but uh, I think what's important is to recognize that if we will approach the Lord and go after the Lord, mm -hmm. the Lord will always give us what we need. Yeah, He will always have it lined up. And so you can have uh, ten. You know, I could multiply this number out times whatever, but you could have 10 different people walking in with completely 10 different situations. Yeah. They all need 10 different things for where they are. And mm -hmm. the Lord will meet that. He will supply, especially, if, in other words, he has it available. Now, the ones who get it are the ones who are hungry. So yeah. if we're hungry for the things of God, then we will see those things come to pass. He will feel. If we'll you know, hunger and thirst after righteousness or after his right things, after if we'll hunger and thirst after what he's done for us through Christ, yeah. we will be filled. That's a promise. And it's, it's, a, uh, it's a way of life is we'll be filled. So you can have these 10 different people that have all these different things, and one word will stick out to me that you never hear. But yeah. it'll stick out to some, another yeah. word will stick out to somebody else. Because God always has something to feed to you. Mm -hmm. And put that in the comments. God always has something for me. God yeah. always has something for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if we'll just get hungry, then we'll receive. Yeah. We'll receive. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we see is, um, and we're so glad to be back with you. We were out there, and that was good, but we missed you guys, too. We're glad mm -hmm. to be here. Thank you for joining us today. Share the broadcast, yeah. definitely. Um, but one thing that you'll see is that, and I watch this all the time, especially when we go to a conference like that, everybody will have a favorite speaker, yeah. and they're always different, and yours are not always the same either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like when I go to Southwest uh, Believers, Sometimes my favorite speaker is one person, another year it's another person, yeah. and the Lord will use, use them, and the Lord will show them uh, things that you need, and he'll show you things in what they say. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that's very interesting uh, with uh, Brother Tracy talking about drinking from a fire hose, and even one mm -hmm. of the speakers said, you know, you get around, uh, you get around Brother Tracy, and um, you're always... You're always like drinking from a fire hose. And this yeah. was one of the speakers. I remember George and I had this conversation. I was having it with Chris yesterday. Is the first time I went out there, I just realized I, I thought I can't keep up with this. Mm -hmm. 
Like, yeah. I can't keep up with all this revelation that's coming. He's talking and going through this. And it's not that he was talking super, super fast. It was mm -hmm. just his revelation was levels higher mm -hmm. than yeah. what I had. Yeah. And uh, I will tell you that that will, uh, that changes as mm -hmm. you yield yourself. Now, part of the problem is, and I think this is a great thing to talk about. We've kind of been talking about it over the last year is, uh, part of the issue is we are always trying to grab things by our logic mm -hmm. instead of letting right. our spirit receive them. Mm -hmm. So your spirit has the capacity to receive every bit of it. You're, you know, the real you, the inner man, as yeah. the Bible says, yeah. the inner man has the capacity to receive it all. Mm -hmm. And when I tried to capture it with my brain, mm -hmm. I, it would like fry my brain, you know, yeah. it, it would not work yeah. and I would be lost. But when I, so I just started, I was like, I'm just listening and I, I'm, a, I'm believing by faith. My spirit is going to capture what it needs to capture. Yeah. And so, and I just sat there and I will tell you that now, you know, like I didn't really get lost this week, this whole week, mm -hmm. but that's not everybody's testimony. Uh, George, George uh, Nauer, uh, one of the things that he said the first time he went out there, I told him. You know, the level of these ministers and the level of this, their revelation is, it's high. And yeah. um, you have to understand that even the second and third tier, these are high level ministers with a lot of revelation. Yeah. And they actually went, you know, uh, and George went there that first year and he said, I felt like a kid. And George has been around some revelatory speakers all of his life. He said, I felt like a kid. And so mm -hmm. a lot of people will just back away from that stuff, but that's not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. The thing to do is say, Lord, help me to see this, and I'm going to keep going. I'm, and so you start mm -hmm. to receive more and more and more, mm -hmm. and you start to understand what they're talking about because the Word says, it's First John 2.20, you have the unction or you have the anointing. That Word yeah. is the anointing. You have the anointing and you know. Yeah. So when I place myself in a position of the anointing, the anointing will cause my brain to understand that. Yeah. The mm -hmm. anointing will cause my brain to understand that. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we're so used to operating by our fleshly logic yeah. that you get in those situations and you just feel blown away yeah. because we're approaching it from fleshly logic. So what we've got to do is approach it from the anointing. When we approach it from the anointing, the Holy Spirit will remember, he'll teach us all things. Yeah. And so, and I can tell you, as I've done that, I mean, when I first went there, I'd been ministering for six, seven years as a pastor. And a lot of people would, would you know, tell me, I've never heard this kind of teaching before. So I'm not talking about just a, a startup preacher in his 20s, you know, that just started. I had yeah. been ministering for a while yeah. and having testimony of decent revelation. And I went in and was lost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy cow. Mm -hmm. But the thing you do is you, you approach it differently and mm -hmm. you stay there and let the anointing start mm -hmm. to teach and yeah. show you things. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's and that's where you got the world that won't understand a lot of what uh, God is actually doing mm -hmm. because... Yeah. Uh, they're trying to approach it from a worldly, corrupted mindset uh, perspective. But it is true that you can get around certain people and it's just like, wow. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. Hannah, that's a great comment. 
She says, the more I yielded at Texarkana, the more I received. Yeah. That's exactly right. And That's she exactly. received. She mm. did. Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let me say this. For anybody that did go to Texarkana, put in the comments a brief description of the the biggest thing that you received or a revelation that you received. Yeah. Put it in the comments and we'll get to it if we can. All right. Um, well, one thing I've heard, you said like to some people that can feel like intimidating or yeah. like yeah. to be around like all that. And I've heard people say, talk about like being the smartest person in the room. But honestly, I don't, I mean, unless God has put me in a room to like minister, I don't want to be the smartest person in a room because ultimately like in a situation like that when you're surrounded by yeah. that you can't help but grow yeah you that's can't right help but increase because mm -hmm. that that the amount of revelation the amount of just the relationship with god you can't help but be pulled up to that yeah and grow and it's it's so amazing yeah. so don't like be disheartened like man that's i'll i'll just be a little kid in there yeah um it's so exciting. She was like, wow, this is all available. I thought I had like gotten to a level where yeah. things were great. Yeah. Uh, but God has so much more and it really yeah. opens your eyes. It's great. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. Well, in light of that, you know, that was one of the things like we, we talked about the first time I heard Brother Tracy. I didn't necessarily like it because it exposed all that I don't know. <laughs> um, like, yay. yay. <laughs> like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know anything. Like as as he's like taking these scriptures that seem are seemingly unrelated, and he just brings them together, and you're like, oh my goodness! And then he, and then he starts quoting like this obscure scripture from like from like Amos or Nehemiah, and he's just like, and he's like, pull yeah. up, pull, you know, and yeah. all all of these different things are coming together, and I'm like, from Man. from memory too, yeah. it's, from memory. Not, it's not like yeah. he's pulling off his notes. Yeah, and the, and then from memory, he's quoting other translations. This translation says it this way. This yeah. translation, I'm like, oh my goodness, I know nothing. And, yeah. uh and I didn't like it at first. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. like. And, and that let, let me say right yeah. there. So now he's pulling these things off of memory, mm -hmm. and so many people then mm -hmm. will try to. They think that their source is in the logic, the mm -hmm. grasping mm -hmm. it. Yeah. They think that he grabbed a hold of it physically, logic, physical yeah. logic, mm -hmm. right, yeah. in his brain, and so they try to like study so much and that their study becomes their source instead of the anointing. Mm -hmm. It's the anointing that yeah. teaches and un unveils these things. Yeah. So it goes back to what we were saying uh, last week that one of the things that's very important for us to understand mm -hmm. is that as we go, we don't mimic the physical manifestation. So they see yeah. that that physical manifestation of his words yeah. and revelation come out. So they think that he got it simply by just super studying, you know, or super mm -hmm. memorization. But it's the anointing that causes those things. We don't want to mimic the physical manifestation. We want to mimic the spiritual manifestation. It's his time with the Lord yeah. that revealed those connections. Yeah. It's his time with the Lord and his anointing that seared them into him. You know, yeah. It's yeah. that 
not the not just the physical labor of it. Although we do need to study to show ourselves proved. I'm not saying we don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying don't make the wrong thing the source and don't try to mimic that. So yeah. I interrupted yeah. you, but I think that's a yeah. important point because people yeah. hear that and they immediately go, "Oh, I just got to study more." It, yes, you do need to study. But what you really need... That was my takeaway. I was like, I need to study more. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate this. Yeah. What you really need is to hang out with the anointed, which means hang out with Jesus more and Jesus in people. Mm-hmm. So and and yes we do. It makes me want to get in the word. Yeah. You know, but it's not just getting in the word, it's the Holy Spirit yeah. revealing mm-hmm. the word to you yeah. as you're in it. So yeah. all right. No, that's good. Um, <laughs> but like but this time this time around though, you know, since I've um, taken some extra, you know, being more intentional to just yield. This time around, I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to just not take any notes. Yeah. And um, I'm like, there's so many things that's being said. Like, there's things that I want to pull out of this. But yeah. I, I had to, by faith, just receive. Um, that and, was a good challenge for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to, just by faith, I had to receive. Well, on the way in, I'm like, I think I was talking to Barry. I'm like, do they, uh, do they, you know, can we get copies of these? And she was like, probably not. I'm like, okay, so I have to trust. <laughs> like, like there's no going back and then taking notes later, which is what I wanted to do. Um, but like, I just had to, to trust the Lord that I'm going to receive all that I need to. And it yeah. might not all come up here and be stored up here, but it's in my spirit. Yeah. And whenever yeah. I need it, it'll come out. It'll yeah. come out. Mm-hmm. And, there, and there's so many things that I was able to pull from it. Amen. Probably, I was probably able to understand more not taking notes um, for me because when I'm taking notes, then I'm trying to, as I'm taking the notes, I'm trying to logic out and fully understand one concept before he goes to the next. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. doesn't work if I'm, because no. then yeah. I just get caught up in here and I'm not, I'm not That's right. anointing. That's right. right. And you miss, you miss, uh, you're not in expectation. Yeah. So it's not just the, because your spirit could still receive it. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when we get called up in our logic, mm-hmm. uh, we actually step out of expectation for what he's saying right now. Yeah. So now we've cut off a spiritual side of receiving. Yeah. When you are not expecting, you're, then you're not in the spiritual reception mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. So you won't receive as much. So because we're over here trying to physically logic something out yeah. and like, how does that work together? You got to trust that the Holy Ghost will help you to see that yeah. and unveil it and the, fit those pieces together. And so, you know, a conversation mm-hmm. like this, what is, what is, how, how is this important to the people that are listening today? A conversation like this shows how you can actually grow and learn more mm-hmm. than you do by how you've been taught or yeah. how your mm-hmm. flesh responds to these situations. Yeah. How should I be in a service? You know, mm-hmm. I, for the most part, don't take notes. And generally when I'm in a conference like that, I'll get their main scriptures at mm-hmm. the forefront, like mm-hmm. the first couple of days. And then I, then my note taking steadily declines, you know, yeah. um, it, I'll write down like powerful statements, mm-hmm. but that's it. But it's got to really strike me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's got to really strike me for, because I don't want to get called up in taking that note. And let my expectation go down. And then I didn't Mm -hmm. receive the next point, which was stronger. Mm -hmm. And I find that in almost every conference, I have at least two two or three times where I miss something. I'm like, I know I missed that. But, you know, where I was trying to do it. And I'll get get called off of, you know, thinking about something. And I'm not in expectation. It happens Mm -hmm. almost every time. Or it has. 
And uh, it's important for us to learn how to receive the most. So mm-hmm. one of the things, I want to go back to what you said I think is important is mm-hmm. you said that you don't want to be the, the smartest person in the room all the time, which is good. You know, and, and I know some people say, no, I want to grow to be the smartest person in the room. I understand what you're saying. I understand what they're yeah. saying in both yeah. of those. You do want to grow to be that, but if you if your goal is to always be the smartest person in the room, what you'll end up doing is stop looking for other people. You mm-hmm. you won't like it when you get around people that are more anointed, smarter than that. But here's what I've found: when you're okay to receive from people who are smarter than you, eventually you will be that smartest person in the room. You'll find Mm -hmm. yourself in places where you are. It goes that way with the anointing as well. I constantly want to get in places where the people are carrying more than I'm carrying. I want, and that has driven my growth Mm -hmm. as a believer and as a pastor in the anointing because I've sought people who are carrying more knowledge more anointing, mm-hmm. more manifestation in the spirit than I am. Yeah. And then what happens is you'll get into a meeting somewhere. I, I've found it for me. I'll, I'll be ministering somewhere and I'll be the one carrying that anointing. Mm-hmm. I've been on multiple trips where I look to be like maybe even one of the youngest ministers. But when it comes to the flow and people who get born again and healed and the anointing hits them, it was through mm-hmm. my ministry when it looked like I should be the least prepared and I was maybe the most. And that yeah. that came because I got around people yeah. that mm-hmm. were smarter than me. It's very important. I had a I had a thing, I've talked about this before, but and, and I had a guy that I used to go play racquetball with and he was probably the second best player in the county. And he and I, nobody knew that he and I were playing all the time and different mm-hmm. weeks. But I think I won out of hundreds of games with him over the period of a year. I won three. I don't like to lose. (laughs) I'm not a fan of losing. My God is always leading me to triumph. (laughs) And uh, it's a, I don't like, you know, if you're going to run a race, even the Bible says run to win. Mm -hmm. It it, it really kind of gets under my skin when people are like, well, we just have fallen for this Western gospel thinking. I'm like, have you read the Bible? Listen, (laughs) It's not just Western. It's not just an Eastern book. It's Eastern and Western. It's got yeah. both of them in there, mm-hmm. and it relates to all of them. Yeah. There's yeah. yes, there's a Western mindset and an Eastern mindset, and we need to adopt some things from the other place. But it actually covers all of them. You know, yeah. um, Paul said, "I become all things to all people that I might share Christ with them." In other words, he, in in a manner of speaking, he's like, "I become Eastern mm-hmm. in an Eastern culture. I become Western in a Western yeah. culture. I find yeah. the things." And so you see, so a lot of people that, that would, I, I agree, and the Lord talked to me about, you know, you need to understand more about the Eastern mindset. I get that. I understand. But they'll say this is an Eastern book, and it comes from an Eastern religion-type thinking, but it was made to flourish also in a Western society. So when I say I don't like losing, somebody that would say, well, it's an Eastern mindset— they they would say, well, you you just you don't have to win all the time. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Yeah. That's not what it says. It says yeah. when you run a race, run to win. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's that's would be considered a Western thought. You know. Right. So he says, thanks be unto God who always leads us to triumph in Christ. So, 
Um, anyway, my, my point, that was just a little tidbit. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> if my point is that when you, I don't like to lose, but I'm willing to be with the best player. I'm willing to be around the most anointed and people with the most revelation, mm -hmm. even if I feel like that. Because what you felt, I felt too. Mm -hmm. You know, the first time I got around, I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot. You know, that's the way I felt. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, I'm an idiot. And that's, that's how I felt. I literally, I told, I told uh, Brother Tracy uh, the first year, I said, when I came to this conference, I said, I felt like I was carrying my coloring book and crayons to a, you know, I'm like, hey, God, you know, yeah. <laughs> I just felt so unqualified. Yeah. And, uh, but praise God, that's the kind of people I want to get around, you know. And, uh, you know, then I was given the opportunity to minister in uh, Pigeon Forge and it well in the other night as well on some things. And what an honor to come to the place where they, they want me to speak of that. Oh my goodness, that is such a sobering and humbling honor yeah. to be able to minister in that environment uh, and that level of ministers. I, I am just, just all in awe that the Lord would do that. But it comes from being around people yeah. Right. That are higher than you. Yeah. It comes from that. Was it Hebrews eleven six? Be followers of those who, mm -hmm. through faith and patience, have inherited. It's, it actually. Yeah. What does it say yeah. right before that? It says um, that you won't become lazy, essentially. Yeah. So that you yeah. don't become lazy in your faith. Pursue those. Yeah. Yes. Follow those who, through faith and patience, have inherited. So yes. I, I mean, I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to be a lazy Christian. Uh, I don't want to be a slothful Christian. I want to be diligent in all that I do. The only way I can do that is to surround myself with people who are at higher levels. Yes. Yeah. That's um, right. Let's read some of these here. You can, yeah. because they scrolled up some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Johnny, um, Johnny was saying that the thing that stuck out to him most was operating from the position of it is finished. Yes. Yeah. Um, Brother Tracy was talking about that and mm -hmm. ability versus authority. And Pastor um, Anthony Wade was talking about worshiping... Yeah. Um, from and the end, it is finished side. Yeah, yeah. From the side of we already have the victory. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that that was something that was just powerful. Yeah. Of not, well, we're getting there. Yeah. We're we're in a tough place now, but we'll be there someday. Yeah. No, God, Jesus already has the victory. That's right. He's yeah, given right. it to us, and mm -hmm. that's yeah. life changing. Mm -hmm. If we yeah. can grab a hold, of, if we can really receive that, yeah. that's life changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. That's good. Well, when he said it is finished, it truly was, it was done. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, one of the things to watch for, actually, Brother Tracy approached this, and um, he approached this when we were in Ohio, uh, talking, there's a major doctrine that's out right now, and books on it and everything, about basically Christians having to spiritually go into heaven and, you know, have, you know, conversations and legal things and all that and he, he approached that and he basically said it's already done mm -hmm. <laughs> that stuff you're talking about me having to go do something that Jesus already paid for mm -hmm. like yeah. it's already done and whenever you get to the place where you go back into I have to check off a list mm -hmm. you're moving back into legalism you don't do things to get it finished for yourself mm -hmm. you receive the finished work and you do things because you love God mm -hmm. yeah. you see what yeah. I mean yeah. that and 
that's one of the things that's very important. So when we get on the it is finished side of things, I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Amen. What's, uh, what's next here? Uh, Han- Hannah said, yeah, Johnny, like referring to what was just said, that was a great, mm-hmm. that was a great one to receive. Totally shifted her perspective. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Hannah, Hannah, are you glad you went? <laughs> are you glad? That's, that's the thing. Is there anybody that's sad they went? Hadn't heard Probably. one of those. So yeah. when we go back next year, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, Start planning now. Yeah. Hannah said, receiving a higher level of operating in the spirit and discerning God's voice. That's good. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, Mark, he said, the main thing I learned was to not be hard on myself and not receive by logic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I needed that. (laughs) How did, do you have your mic on? Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's let's go. I want to hear you say, Talk about the not being hard on yourself and, um, you know, just what you have to say on your comment there. Yeah, so um, in a service like that, when there's so much going on, um, you have to flow with the anointing to receive the anointing. You have to, can't just sit there like a, a log on a, 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 sorry to say, a log on a stick. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> not, not on a log. I'm not on a log. You can't just sit there. You have to, you have to uh, respond to the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is saying do this, or the Holy Spirit through the minister is saying do this, you have to respond. And so I wanted to, I was had the heart to, okay, I want to receive. So I started, like, um, I started, overthinking getting in my head of okay holy spirit what do i need to do in this service to receive and i i wasn't really getting a whole lot of very specific direction there was direction given through the minister but i was expecting like the holy spirit to be like okay do this do this okay i'm i'm telling you this right now or the holy spirit just all this i expected it to be differently so then i started to think oh, i'm doing something wrong because I had, an, I had, I started to get in my head of what to expect. So I started to think I'm doing something wrong. I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit. I'm not receiving yeah. properly. And then I got to the point of, I'm not receiving. And this was in one specific service, especially. I got to the end of it, and I'm like, I don't think I received anything. And I actually started to, sh- like, shut myself down with with doing that, with overthinking, and it came down to what you guys were just talking about, uh, receiving by logic. So I was thinking, if I can't pinpoint and say, I just received this right now, I just received this, then I was thinking I didn't receive, because I had to understand it with my head, instead of knowing that we receive in our spirits first, and then it, and then you know our brains can comprehend that. But instead, I was looking for my brain to comprehend everything, and judging my reception uh, based off of that. And um, it was funny because I didn't even, it it wasn't even something that I learned physically in Texarkana. I actually learned that on the way back. So it wasn't even just what I learned in Texarkana. It was even what it opened up for me to learn after the fact even greater and greater. And I'm sure that's going to continue to happen where the door was opened in certain topics that now I can grow even more in, in North Carolina, uh, but just the the fruit of the the trip. Yeah. Did I explain that well? (laughs) Did I explain that okay? You can further explain, like, what I was doing wrong, too. Sure. 
<laughs> that was so eager. Thanks, Abby. That was so kind. Sure. Yeah, well, one of the things that you'll see is that the puzzle pieces, you know, you'll, you'll grab one concept or one point and the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit will reveal one thing to you, but then they add up. They start mm -hmm. to add together into a picture, yeah. and it would kind of, you know, let's say that you had a picture, and it was basically you'd had, you know, four mini puzzles, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, um, what's the word, the jigsaw puzzles, yeah. four mini jigsaw puzzles, but then when you put them together, they made one big one. So uh, the Lord will give you one piece of, of this one and uh, of one of the four. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you'll see a revelation, but yeah. it's not the full revelation. You know, the little puzzle piece doesn't even look like a revelation, but it's a puzzle piece. Yeah. And then he'll add, he'll connect another scripture, he'll connect another uh, revealing of something. All of a sudden, you can see that. But then, and a lot of times, that's when people think that they've arrived. Yeah. Right, and if if Brother Tracy will do one thing, is it'll very quickly teach you that you haven't <laughs> yeah, arrived. Yeah, no. <laughs> you haven't arrived, and uh, by hanging around his ministry, and then all of a sudden these you start adding these first level revelations mm -hmm. together, yeah. and you'll see more and more and more. Yeah. And um, so, one of the things that you know, uh, one of the things that we try to do is like, and what, what par partially what Mark is saying is, one of the things that we try to do is we try to like check off all the boxes. Mm -hmm. And we actually get into legalism on that where we're trying to check all the boxes off to make a payment to get the stuff. Mm -hmm. Jesus already paid it. You're never gonna yeah. pay more than what he paid. Mm -hmm. The issue is we just give them our love in obedience and we'll be at the right time at yeah. the right place. And we trust that he's bringing that around. Mm -hmm. around. We believe to receive. I believe to yeah. receive. You know, That's what mm -hmm. I started doing with Brother Tracy is I believed to receive the revelation, even though yeah. my brain wasn't keeping up with it. I yeah. believed to receive in my spirit and my, the anointing would help teach me. So. Yeah. One thing on that, that just had me think of that I've related to this is when we follow the Holy Spirit's guidance, we'll be in the right place at the right yes. time yeah. Yeah. where we receive what we need to receive. Yeah. And so often, like, in times like that, I know last year I had a low point where I, there, after one of the services, the pastors were going out to lunch, and I'm like, Daddy, I need you to take me with you to lunch so I can be <laughs> around these pastors and receive everything I can from them. We're, it's not very often we're here. It's once a year. I need to receive what they have to say at lunch. And he's like, I don't think they have an extra seat. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I had like a meltdown. I'm like, what? I'm only here once a year. I can't receive everything. <laughs> and he had to talk to me about that because I was wrong. <laughs> um, but it's a huge thing because when we... Well, you were making the whole source being around the people instead right. of relaxing and knowing right. the timing of the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And once I was able to realize that yeah. and to just relax and as long as I'm following where Holy Spirit's saying, uh, I'll be in the right place at the right time. That's Whether right. that's 
you know, at Taco Bell sitting by myself or, yeah. you know, wherever 50 other preachers are, I will receive everything that I need to at that exact point yeah. in time. And that just rest is something that... That's huge. It's yeah. amazing. It's huge. Well, and we're, we're going to go to the rest of these comments of what people had. But one of the things in that that mm -hmm. I think is very important is, you know, because I've had those moments too. I've had a hunger mm -hmm. to be around the greatest men and women of God that I can or the yeah. highest in whatever area or whatever field that I'm going after. I want to mm -hmm. be around the best of them mm -hmm. because I recognize they're carrying what I want. And the mm -hmm. impartation is real. And I want to put that in the comments. Impartation is real. Yeah. <laughs> impartation yes. is real. Mm -hmm. And uh, who you hang around gets on you. Yeah. And um, so impartation is real. One of the things was I would, and then I wouldn't be invited to that lunch or I wouldn't be, you know, allowed in to the inner circle, <laughs> you know? And I'd be like, no, and I'd want to be there. So I understand that, you know, I, I saw myself in you when, as you went through that. But also, but I can help you get to where you need to be right. uh, much quicker. So anyway, <laughs> Im, impartation, uh, I-M-P-A-R, so importation is awesome. Importation, importation is real, too. <laughs> yeah, it's important. We had two, two importations. <laughs> yeah, I know. Importation, that's funny. Uh, I know what happens because autocorrect. autocorrect does not understand impart. Yeah, autocorrect sure does not redeemed. I've had that happen to me <laughs> so many times. Redeemed. I've been like, impartation, not importation. Go back. <laughs> like, come on, Siri. But uh, anyway, and so what I've found is this. If you don't get invited into the inner circle... You know, and into that table with the highest people. Yeah. Rest, exactly what you said, rest. And look yeah. for this. Almost every time that has ever happened, I found myself either sitting with somebody else that gave me something that was critical to right. my growth, or I found myself giving something to somebody else that was critical. In other words, mm -hmm. God had another meeting lined up. And maybe yeah. you weren't supposed to be the one with the least knowledge of this meeting. You were supposed to be the one with the most. Right. And you were there to pour out. So I start looking with expectation. Mm -hmm. What are you wanting? If I'm not going to, if for some reason, Lord, you don't want me in that inner circle and receiving impartation from the highest in the group, mm -hmm. then there's got to be, you have another plan because yeah. he's always leading us to triumph yeah. in some way. He's, he's looking for a place where we can produce or be produced in. So mm -hmm. yeah. how are you doing? Is there somebody that needs to speak something to me? I need to speak something. I need to win somebody to the yeah. Lord. You have me running into mm -hmm. somebody that's going to need prayer. And that's happened every time. Every time. Yeah. That's the way it is. Um, if you'll look for it and expect God to move, he's always got something to move. Yeah. And, but mm -hmm. it might not always be the way we think. So see, in your head that time, you thought, yeah. I've lost no victory, but see, he's always leading us to victory. So there is yeah. victory. It's just your definition of it and his is different in that moment. Yeah. Right. So, okay, I thought victory was hanging out with them, but victory may be that I hang out with somebody else and they say something to me that totally changes my yeah. life. Yeah. Or I'm that person for somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. 
Uh, Corey and or Brandy Johnston said, um, until you get around others more advanced, more anointed, with more power, uh, they're smarter, more of anything than you, than you, you won't even know that there's more uh, to desire and expect. Mm -hmm. It's like getting a new, new corrective lenses and you see what you've been missing without even knowing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, when we got into the rental car, like, it was like a 2020, it was nice. I hit the brakes and it's <laughs> jerk stuff. like, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, is that what brakes are supposed to do? <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad that they <laughs> They're supposed to make a car stop fast. I, I realize that. I should probably get my brakes checked. Like, that was, that was my mental processing. <laughs> so, but it's, 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 like, it's like that when you start. Oh, that's real brakes. Yeah. Is that what they're supposed to do? Oh my little, that was literally my thought process. Oh my goodness, what's wrong? That's what they're supposed to do. But that's, brand, brand new brakes. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, but, but that's what it is like. You, you get around people and you're like, oh man, that's how a Christian's supposed to look? Like, yeah. Like yeah. that's the anointing we're supposed to flow in? Oh, yeah. I need to get mm -hmm. my my anointing checked. I don't, I need to, I need to check myself and just see. Like, that's right. Yeah. Like it's, this is, it's time for me to grow. Yeah. 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 Well, and one thing I think that People that would be drawn to this broadcast and like to our church, to ministers like that, people that are drawn to this are not people that like to sit still. Mm -hmm. If you if you don't want to grow, you're then you're not going to like most of what we do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when you want to grow, come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, so I, I would have a trouble saying that years ago, and today I'm like, no, it's just a reality. If you, when you want to grow, come back. And um, so some people would be like, that's so arrogant. No, that's somebody who loves you mm -hmm. and actually wants yeah. to help you. You know, yep. help me help you, Jerry Maguire. So, <laughs> have you heard the bean story? I have. You have to listen back to Sunday. Yeah, 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 that was. It was funny. It was. I was actually thinking. I heard. I heard that in my spirit. Mm -hmm. Like, help, help me. And I was like, I know that. What is that? I was like, oh, that was me <laughs> when I was little in that story. You know, I was like, oh, I forgot it was me. But one of the things that you'll find is that most of the people that want to hang out here and hang out with us. They want to grow. Yeah. And the people that we hang around mm -hmm. want to grow. They're going yeah. forward. As a matter of fact, I heard uh, somebody this week, they said, one of the things I love about you, Brian, is you are always pressing forward. Mm -hmm. You're always pressing forward. Yeah. And I was like, amen, that's, that's amen. good. So, you know, I have to watch the ditch side of that where I press out of rest. Mm -hmm. right. You don't want to press yourself out of rest, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You have to press at the word of God and yeah. the leading of God. But one of the things that you'll find is when you're pressing forward, when you're stretching yourself, when you're growing like that, one of the things that will happen is you will separate from the crowd. Mm -hmm. Your growth will separate you from the crowd. And at some point, you have to recognize and receive that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just always were in this false humility, like, no, I'm just not good at anything, you're actually not receiving the growth that God mm -hmm. has given you. So yeah. at some point, you have to receive, okay, I'm growing, yeah. and it's separating me, yeah. right? Because yeah. if you grow, the majority of society is not growing at a good level. So when mm -hmm. you start to grow, there is going to be separation. Yeah. But then you have to guard yourself about thinking that you are the best in the room. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why it's good to find people that press as hard as you do or more and yeah. get around them because they will challenge you. Yeah. That's one of the mm -hmm. things, like uh, for example, uh, Ted Shelsworth Jr. You know, Ted Jr. Is, is not a pastor, he's an evangelist, mm -hmm. he's younger than I am, right? Yeah. He's uh, many, and the reason I say that about the pastor evangelist is most pastors, most of them would say the evangelist is under me. Mm -hmm. That's how they think, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily believe that or agree with it. I think the Lord put Ephesians 4 in a certain order, and I'm not sure that that's true, that the pastor, I think every evangelist needs a pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, they need a shepherd in that way. But yeah. I think those things are in order. I know the apostle and prophet's in an order, mm -hmm. right? I yeah. know that. And then the next one on that list is evangelist, then pastor and teacher. So uh, they're all important, but they, there is rank structure in the kingdom of God. And so he's younger than me, stuff like that. Here's what I love about him, uh, Ted Jr. And, and Ted Sr. as well, but just specifically talking about Ted Jr. He's pressing. He's growing. When I get around him, it reminds me to grow. And I want to be around people like that. Yeah. I want to be around people that challenge me. Mm -hmm. You know, they, it's hard to get around Ted Jr. and him not have a new revelation. You know, uh, yeah. that God's given him. Yeah. Right? He's constantly seeking and growing, and he's read mm -hmm. books and listened to podcasts, stuff like that. He's he's growing. He's advancing. I love that. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. by putting yourself around people like that. Uh, and not thinking that you've arrived, mm -hmm. right? Not having that arrival mentality like we talked about. We can put the link up later for, uh, and maybe the block in, in here, but uh, the arrival mentality in the stinking thinking series. You know, yeah. you can't get to the place where you're, you arrive. And that's why it's so important to get around people that will challenge you in mm -hmm. that way. They'll challenge you. So what was the next? Uh... Uh, Hannah Settler said, the red colored glasses was a really great teaching too. How can we change our perspective if we aren't willing to absorb new knowledge and revelations? Yeah. Um, Pastor Tracy, or Brother Tracy was talking about, or not Brother Tracy, it was um, Brother Burke. Dennis Burke. Dennis Burke yeah. was talking about he had these red sunglasses and every it turned, as you might suspect, everything red. Yeah. So everything was darker red, lighter red, but everything was red until we take those glasses off. That that was his perspective that everything was red. But until you take those glasses off, you can see, oh, that was just my perspective. Everything actually isn't yeah. how I thought it was, and our bias can get into stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just yeah. a very small snapshot of what she's talking about. Amen. That was a great revelation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Corey and or Brandy Johnston uh, also brought up the no more curse. That was a powerful yeah. revelation. There's no yeah. more curse. It, yeah. Yeah. No more curse. Well, one of the Where things that Brother uh, Tracy says that the Lord spoke to him was uh, a lot of the body of Christ is calling normal what God calls a curse. Yeah. 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 That's good. And they're calling it normal, like this is just supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But God calls it a curse. And it mm -hmm. reminds me, Jonathan uh, Shellsworth just posted something. He said, if you're letting a disease dictate when you meet at church, then that's a backslidden church. Yeah. And I thought, in other words, the curse is now dictating to the church what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a huge statement. It's the same thing. 
Uh, you, don't, you don't let a curse be normal. You deal with the curse. Jesus dealt with it. Our job is to enforce it yeah. by his, his victory and his freedom right. by our authority. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> Corey said, it's Corey, unless it's a bad comment, then it's Brandy. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, keep that, I'll keep that mental note for the future. Obviously, Corey is writing this one. <laughs> Obviously, for sure. All right, what's next? Um, Hannah says, faith is everything. I learned that at Texarkana, or rest. I don't know how I read. Well, where did that manifested come from? a word that wasn't there, but Good she job. said rest, rest is very important. She learned that yeah. at Texarkana. That's awesome. Um, she also said importation is real. Importation. <laughs> importation. <laughs> um, Johnny said seeing the servant's heart from everyone there yeah. was huge. It's, it's amazing seeing because the, the world thinks when people get to a certain level, they don't have to do anything. They don't owe anything to anyone. And I can just do whatever I want because I'm at this level. I've earned this. Um, but everyone there was at like yeah. higher levels than I've seen. I'm like, whoa, these are giants. Yeah. And they were so willing to serve. Yeah. You'd see them constantly running around to serve. And this was something that um, Hannah, Hannah put in the comments. She, she was talking about while Hannah was there, she just felt sick um, all of a sudden and the Lord brought healing to her. It was miraculous, it was great. Yeah. But um, during that, the Lord completely turned the situation around, and she she got to meet Kenneth Copeland's granddaughter, mm -hmm. which like huge, like mm -hmm. huge. And she immediately, without a second thought, mm -hmm. helped Hannah. Like Hannah got sick, and she immediately was ready to serve and help her. Yeah. Literally wiped the mess off of her shoes. The puke. Took yeah. <laughs> yeah took water and washed her feet. Wow. And this was Kenneth Copeland's granddaughter. Yeah. Like so much, like a celebrity in the eyes of like Christianity and the world yeah. and was so willing to instantly help out. Mm. And she didn't even know yeah. Hannah. Like yeah. she had never seen her in her life yeah. and was so willing to serve in that. I mean, that blessed me and it wasn't even me. Yeah. Just to see that heart, it was crazy. Yeah, so many people there had the heart. E even Brother yeah. Tracy and Sister Lori, like, after they were preaching, after the whole week long of meetings, like I, there's Sister Lori trying to pull up one of the little skirts on the on the um, chairs. The, the chairs, you know, just trying to help them. And, and then someone came and no, no, we got it, you know. Yeah. Brother Tracy's like, all right, what needs to be done? He's like looking yeah. around. L yeah. Literally, this is at like 11:30 at night after yeah. after a full week's of meeting, and they're still looking yeah. on how they can serve. I'm gonna. I sent a message to uh, Rachel or a, a image to her phone. I'm going to see if she can get it on here. I want to show mm -hmm. you a picture mm -hmm. just talking about serving. And mm -hmm. so um, if you think about this, all ministry, mm -hmm. ministry literally means to serve. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so if you're in ministry without a servant's heart, I'm not just talking about, well, when I minister to the people, when I minister to the people, I'm serving them. Yeah, I know that. But if you don't actually have a servant's heart yeah. to clean up the puke, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. to do that, you're, what you're speaking through the microphone is not going to carry what you think it is. Yeah. It's going right. to be lacking because right. that heart is what will be imparted. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get to the place where it, it's kind of like this. I was watching, you know, like multiple times, uh, I saw Dennis Burke pull Chris Griffin out of the crowd. 
and pray for them individually, like while other stuff was going on. And, and I, I'm sitting there. Uh, when Hannah came up to the front to receive ministry, like the final night, she came bunny hopping up there, which was awesome. Sure did. It was great. I was like, I started bawling. I'm like, whoa, like this. Why? Because these are the people that God has put on Nicole and I's heart to serve and to love. And when Brother Tracy went down the row and he said, this whole row, it was all boomerang, you know, it was our whole row. And they all received just like, I'm like, (laughs) I know I was like, you know, Mark said, and Mark said, I didn't think it was going to hit, hit me. He said, it came down the road and that anointing came down. He said, I went, he was stiff. He was at, I was out. (laughs) It hit him all the way down the road. So, Um, just, but I'm telling you, I was, I was crying in joy for the reception, but see, that's the servant's heart. You've got to get to the place where you really want to see the people blessed more than you want to be blessed. You know, Mm -hmm. um, there's, and there is something to be said that when the people get to the place where they're wanting to bless the leader, they will be more blessed. That's a truth. That's a biblical truth. But you know, so in other words, it's like, I don't really care about me being blessed mm-hmm. as much as I care about them being blessed. And right. so, but I do understand that when they are a blessing, they'll be more blessed. And yeah. that, that took me a while to get that through. But just having that heart changes everything. I mean, having that, having that heart to serve yeah. It changes mm-hmm. everything that comes mm-hmm. through. When you're just oh, building yeah. a resume, when you just want to be known, mm-hmm. when you just want to be around important people or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other thing about Brother Copeland's daughter, that was uh, Caleb and Rachel Mayer mm-hmm. uh, that was there. And, uh, and I, I love them. I just, yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've not spent tons and tons of time with them, but like Caleb, I'll, I almost feel like Caleb's like my brother. I don't mm-hmm. know if he feels that way, but I just, I feel that in my heart. That's the way, when I see them, that's the way I think about them. Yeah. And, um, but they've been around crowds for a long time. They've oh, been yeah. around the crazies, the people that just are, have the wrong heart and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, they've been in the spotlight, you know, and uh, they didn't have to do this, but they sat at the back the whole week, yeah. the whole week. They just, they sat on the back row the whole week, yeah. you know, they could have easily sat closer you know, set closer. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they didn't do that. And, and sometimes it's, it's wrong to not receive a promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then sometimes it's right, but it just kind of shows that they didn't have to have the, the, the spotlight, even mm-hmm. if they normally would have it, it shows right. that servant's heart and it was good to see that. So, yeah. uh, so Rachel, if you do get that picture ready, just, um, put it up now or give me a thumbs up or something. But all right, what's next? What was the next one? Um, and it said the, oh, oh we, we, we already read yeah. that Yeah. Corey said uh, that y'all have the servant's heart from everyone at Boomerang every time he comes to see us. Uh, great example of a New Testament church, which is awesome. Oh, amen. That's Aww, a good Praise testament. God. Hallelujah. <laughs> it really blessed me because yeah. uh, Corey and Brandy were there and they've been partners with Boomerang, mm-hmm. partners with you know, What's Right yeah. uh, for a long time and yeah. the Lord connected us. But it, what really blessed me was he and Brandy both said, oh, your people just treated us so nice mm-hmm. and just so friendly and loving mm-hmm. to us and treated us like family. And I was like, oh, yay, amen. Because <laughs> I wasn't there the whole time mm-hmm. with them, but yeah. amen. Uh, I think the picture might be ready. Is it ready? Okay. 
put it. Nope, nope never mind. It's not ready. Just kidding. <laughs> she just texted me. Yep, so just let me know when it is because I want to show you something about the servant's heart and I'll explain yeah. the picture. But um, let me give you a couple of things that I took away. Uh, these are a couple of notes. Uh, one of the th this is probably the biggest thing that came to me as uh, <laughs> well, Hannah said, the bunny hop. My flesh said no. It's embarrassing. Don't reveal the dirty laundry. My spirit was like, nope, you're getting healed today. <laughs> That's that awesome. was awesome. I, she, she seriously hopped up to the altar, and I started bawling. Yeah. Yes. Let it me tell you. Me. Let me tell you, Hannah. You were right on it because oh, yeah. I, when uh, they put out that call, the Holy Spirit, I believe, said to me, "Hannah is about to get healed. Hannah needs to be up there." So the Holy Spirit was saying, "I know our flesh and the devil tries to hold yeah. us back from something." Done the same thing to me. You know, yeah. this year I've been in meetings this year where I didn't want to go and and uh, go forward. I mean, so people think that, well, you would always go forward. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I have to deal with that. I have to deal with my flesh too, you sure. know, but uh, I at least be tempted by it. But um, anyway, you did so good. And I'm telling you, healing came as like you were a different person. And I wanted to tell you that I knew by the spirit that you were supposed to go up. So I was so happy when I saw that obedience. It was so yeah. great. So um, one of the things, this is probably one of the main core, this is very simple, this is not necessarily huge revelation, but one of the main core things that I walked away from the week with is it's time to come up. And that's what they said at yeah. the very beginning is it's time to come up to another level. Yeah. It mm -hmm. is time to come up to the level that God wants us to live at. And um, another thing, yeah. go ahead. Well, um, Sister Lori was talking about that. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a theme from the beginning till the yeah. end. But uh, the analogy that she gave that just stirred my heart, like, I need to, I've been serious, but I need to get more serious. Yeah. I, there's yeah. new levels for me to go to. The analogy she gave was about a plane, um, like a jet. If you have to have full thrusters. Yeah. Because um, the time's coming. And you have to have everything turned on because when it's time to take off, if you don't already have yeah. everything turned on, everything ready to go, she said, I'm not getting on that plane. <laughs> she yeah. said, you better, you <laughs> might as well great, yeah. go park it back in the hangar because yeah. I'm not getting on. I don't want anyone to get on yeah. if it's not yeah. all ready to go and the time is coming. The time's yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to get, it's not a time to wait. Yeah to, well, I'll be more serious as I get older, or the time will come later. I'm just right now, I'm, I'm just waiting. Yeah. No, the time's now. Yeah. We've got to be full thrusters ahead. Yeah. You know, everything turned on, ready to go. Yeah, it's time to jump in the deep end and, and just go with it. You yeah. know, it's time to, uh, that doesn't mean that you go out and start a ministry and God hadn't told you to start a ministry. It yeah. means jump into fellowship with God you know, full mm -hmm. throttle, full thrusters, um, jump in with everything into your relationship. In him, mm -hmm. we live and move and have our being. It's not a time to be held back by our flesh. It's not a time to be, uh, you know, pulling back. Mm -hmm. It's a time to be going all in. The time is near of Christ's return. Yeah. And we need to be sober-minded about that, not drunk, on the things of the world and the cares of the world, but sober-minded mm -hmm. yeah. uh, about the cares of eternity, you yeah. know, the mm -hmm. things of, 
of an internal nature, of a kingdom nature. So yeah. it's time. Amen. Yeah. Did you have anything on that? I was just going to say, it's, what, what was the phrase exactly again? Um, it's time to come up. Sounds a lot like it's our year of increase. Yeah, <laughs> it's our year of increase, and it's time for, time an, for an awakening. awakening. Like yeah. All, yeah. All the, and, it is. And it's time to get prepared. Like all that you've yeah. been teaching. It's, yeah. And see, that's not. these people. are not like big revelations, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's timing to things. Yeah. And if you're listening to what the Holy Ghost is saying, mm -hmm. it's time for an awakening. Mm -hmm. It's time for increase. It's time to come up. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard that every year, yeah. all of my ministry, mm -hmm. but I've heard it the last couple of years. So yeah. obviously yeah. the Holy Ghost is mm -hmm. saying yeah. to those who are listening, the Holy Ghost is saying it's time to get mm -hmm. uh, busy with the things of God. So yeah. is that ready? Okay, go ahead and put that picture up. So this is a picture of Brother Tracy. We we're talking about having a servant's heart, and I just want you to see this. This is when we were in Ohio, and I just snapped this shot. Uh, because I want you to understand, this is Sunday night, about 11 p.m., after mm -hmm. the meeting. The meeting was over, yeah. and uh, the meeting was over. So first of all, Brother Tracy woke up in Arkansas, got ready for his church service, had his church service, mm -hmm. jumped in the plane, flew to North Carolina, picked us up, mm -hmm. jumped back in the plane, flew to Ohio, Came off of the came off of the plane, drove to the church, preached the message, preached full out message, yeah. gave everything in a second second meeting. Then the service was over. Then the service was over, and then while everybody was wrapping up, he was over there for ten minutes talking to this dad and his two boys. Hmm. He got down on his knees. He knew he. Uh, the dad asked him to do, you know, talk to his boys, basically. So he gets down on his knees and ministers to this family at those kids' level, wow. and mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sitting there like boo-hooing, you know. And uh, but this is a servant's heart, and yeah. I capture that. And I got another one where he's hugging the boy, mm. you know, and the boys just like needed that, mm. you yeah. know, that servant's wow. father's heart. And so the heart of God came through Brother yeah. Tracy. That see, if you don't have that servant's heart, mm -hmm. then you're when when you minister, it, you're just going to be a speaker. Mm. If you don't have a servant's heart, yeah. when you minister, you'll just be a speaker. Yeah. You know, but when you have a servant's heart, when you minister, people will feel God. They'll feel the heart of the Father. Yeah. So. Uh, I love, you know, Kevin, Kevin said, how do you spell ministry, W-O-R-K, work, from Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Yeah. You know, so it, it's important. Another thing, so it's time to go forward. One of the things that I thought was really good was this. When the harvest, the, the word teaches us this, I think it's Revelation 14, 15, it shows that the harvest is ready, mm -hmm. and it speaks. When the harvest is ready, put the sickle in, yeah. you know, reap. And so... Uh, he yeah. said this, when the harvest is ripe, immediately thrust in the sickle, you know, and yeah. the harvest, it's time. The harvest is ripe. Yeah. And Jesus said, the fields are white to harvest now. It's yeah. time to harvest. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be sitting there waiting to reap. Now watch this. He said this, if you're not convinced that it's time, yeah. then you are not ready to harvest. And we're called to be harvesters, to be reapers of yeah. fruit. 
So we will never be a harvester if we're not convinced that it's time to harvest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got to become convinced now's the time to harvest, mm-hmm. not next week. Now. Now's the time to harvest because when we do, we'll thrust the sickle in and harvest. Mm-hmm. So, amen. This is another great statement. Instant obedience gives the enemy no room to maneuver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instant obedience gives the enemy no room uh, to maneuver. Uh, Pastor and Jimmy Bryan said, it's easy to dream small. Yeah. Uh, it's easy yeah. to dream small. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy on the flesh to dream small. Yeah. But it'll it'll challenge your flesh to dream big. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, Annette Capps talking about authority. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things that she said was, uh, authority always trumps uh, a power. Authority yeah. always trumps a power. So, you know, she was saying an exousia in the Greek word always trumps a dunamis, if you understand what that means. Uh, you don't fight a power with a power. You fight a, in a spiritual power with an authority. Yeah. And that's what uh, Jesus said. He said, behold, I give you authority in Luke ten nineteen. I give you, a, it said the English in some translations say power, but the word there is authority. I give mm-hmm. you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power, the dunamis of the enemy, right? Yeah. So the authority will beat that power every yeah. single time. Yeah. You know, that was a great, a great thing. Um, I had one more, I thought. While you're finding Go that, ahead. Mark, you said, I love how Brother Tracy always directs attention given to him, mm-hmm. to the Lord. I've yeah. seen yeah. that multiple times. Yeah. So have I... In yeah. different situations, it's easy. If you're around him at all, he directs all attention given to him back to the Lord, and it's it's a humble heart. Yeah, amen. It is. You can see yeah. it in his eyes. It's like it's like if someone's giving him a compliment, he's like you can tell in his spirit. He, you're complimenting mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You're complimenting yeah. God because he's just like glory to God. Like, like yeah. you can it's, see it in his yeah. eyes. Like oh, he is so good, isn't he? Yeah. Like like yeah. It, yeah. you can tell it. it he doesn't receive any of that for himself. It just yeah. funnels straight up. Yeah. You see how happy say, it makes him, not yeah. because you're praising him, but because yeah. he's like, isn't our God good? Yeah. He's seeing that people are realizing how yeah. good God is. Yeah. God Amen. It's yeah. amazing. It's a huge point. It's yeah. a huge. That's why you always, I'll receive the thanks. I'll receive the praise. Yeah, but it's only to funnel it right back to God. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like if it doesn't flow, praise doesn't flow through you. Uh, it's it's misdirected. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if praise, you can put that in the comments. If praise doesn't flow through you back to the Father, it's misdirected. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a big deal, and that's why I'll say God is so good. You know, He is mm-hmm. so good. So thank you, God is so good. In other words, yeah. I want you to know why that good thing happened through yeah. me. You know, yeah. it's because He's so good, and mm-hmm. I love that. That's one of the things that I noticed right away with Brother Tracy years ago, as mm-hmm. well as, mm-hmm. and that's, um, and that's why sometimes, uh, and I've I've found this probably my most awkward moment in ministry is when I'm receiving something like because people mm-hmm. like what I do. So like when they're given like the Father's Day gift and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's been the hardest time. You notice when we were giving them that to them, that's like their hardest moment, I think, in ministry is receiving. They need to. Yeah. You need to receive things on behalf of, of the people. 
But uh, I always, like, I just want to give it to the Lord. You know, I just want yeah. it to, like, like, let's just, just amen, you know, but you are supposed to. You're, at that moment, you're the ox treading out the corn, and you need to eat. You know, yeah. you need to partake of not muzzle the ox. You need to receive. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, uh, it's an interesting moment, mm-hmm. and I, that was, I was not prepared for that when we started pastoring. So once people yeah. really start giving with their heart, uh, I was not prepared on how. I was so awkward. Golly, it was so awkward. And I, it, ministers whose heart is right, I've found that generally they, they at least start out very awkward with that. They get better at it, but it, most of the time it's very awkward. So, yeah. amen. Amen. I was like, should I amen that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did Mark you say? She said one time in a service, I felt like she, I truly sensed how pleased the Lord was mm-hmm. with him uh, in the service because of how he was lifting up Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if there was anything, you know, that was just so tangible and that it was Jesus was lifted up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jesus was lifted up. Like the service wasn't about us gaining understanding, gaining knowledge of how to, it's a minister's conference. Yeah. But, it, yeah. you know, it wasn't just, all right, let's sit down in these meetings and let, let's give you some good nuggets on how to minister. Yeah. No, it, we, it's, this was literally ministers coming together and just glorifying the yeah. Father. And that's literally yeah. what this and, and we are there to receive yeah. and to be empowered and mm-hmm. strengthened and receive revelation. Yeah. But you do that mm-hmm. by lifting up Christ, yeah. which yeah. is what's so beautiful about it. So, yeah. We'll be going, you know, each year uh, we'll have those conferences mm-hmm. out there uh, around around summertime, around mm-hmm. June in Texarkana. But uh, he's, I believe the Lord told him that we would have an annual uh, Pigeon Forge meeting as well. So that's, that's not as far of a drive. So mm-hmm. we were there last year and it was, it was awesome. I think mm-hmm. that's just going to grow. Yeah. And oh, yeah. um, I think he wants to do something here on the East Coast on an annual basis that's as well. Uh, but those meetings, man, if you can get to them, you should. And, oh, yeah. and I, I told the church last year, I didn't tell them this year because the Lord didn't tell me to tell them, but I told the church last year, I said, if you make one conference, make sure this is the one you go to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we took like 30 people, you know, this time I think we had 28 people that were out there. Yeah. And uh, it was just awesome. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, do y'all have any final comments on that? No. no. Nope. All right. Well, we just praise God for you. Uh, If you would like to sow today into the ministry, we're getting these good revelations and news out around the world. If you would like that, you can go to giveww.org, all of the ways to give. You can do hashtag donate on Facebook, uh, Cash App. Uh, You can do text to give, uh, Venmo, PayPal. You can give cryptocurrency or Bitcoin. All of that at giveww.org. You can see there or you have the information there on the screen. So for anybody who's sowing today to get the good news of Christ out, uh, that's our goal. We want to be very productive with the funds Mm -hmm. that you give. Uh, So for anybody that's wanting to do that, what we want to do is just pray. We Mm -hmm. receive it. On, on Christ's behalf, we receive it physically here. Uh, he receives our tithes in heavens as the high priest. But we, our job is to bless the giver, bless the sower. And so, Lord, today, right now, we just bless every seed that's sown. I see that, Priscilla. Thank you for that seed. Lord, bless every seed that's sown. Lord, bless every person according to their heart. 
Let it be blessed. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over. And Lord, bring in a harvest quickly. Lord, let it be supernaturally fast in Jesus' name. We praise you, we worship you, we give you all of the glory. Lord, let, let it be truly a year of increase in every area of their life. And we thank you for it and we praise you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory amen. to God. Hallelujah. We love you so very much and uh, we praise God for you. We'll be back here tomorrow at 1130 and uh, the word at noon. And uh, we'll see you then. We hope you enjoyed it today. If you went to Texarkana, we know you had a good time and enjoyed it and received. If you didn't go, uh, make plans to go with us next year. It's going to be awesome. We'll be back tomorrow. It's going to be a great, great week. So glad to be here with you. We love you. And uh, here's Marky to wrap it up. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for joining us. A reminder, if you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed to the channel. And make sure you have the notification bell clicked on so you can receive notifications for when we go live every day. But not more than once a day. We will not blow up your phone. It's just once every weekday at 1130. And make sure you share this broadcast right here. Like it as you like it, as you comment. That helps us get the word out to people and get freedom to people. And also just wanted to remind you, we're back so that means tomorrow we're back all week and tomorrow is specifically yep that's real prayer which is always wonderful and memes with marky that's right tomorrow is memes with marky what is it going to be like we're going to find out tomorrow and we will see you then have a great rest of your day bye